Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. Oh, that's me. Hello and welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast where we talk about Star Wars Legends versus Canon. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup, and it is great to be back with you all. And I am Ben of Tamaria, and same for me. Uh, we haven't been, we haven't, well, I mean, last week we did a holiday special with the Robots Radio hosts, which was a lot of fun. Um, but it is good to be back after the holidays. So things should be getting a little bit back to normal. Yeah. So, yeah, so we are here for our monthly patron chat and we've got one of our patrons here, uh, Penguin Ninja. Hey, Penguin. Hello. All right, and so today we're going to talk about with the announcement of Jedi Survivor coming out in March on March seventeenth, which is my birthday. Um, that, happy that's, birthday! That's a heck of a birthday Cup. present from Lucasfilm. Yes. <laughs> happy birthday to Teacup Jedi Survivor! Um, we thought we would talk about our favorite video games through the years of Star Wars. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about that. And do all kind of that stuff. Who wants to go first? Don't all jump at once. I can go first. All right, let's do it. So, I the, the kind of universal favorite for everyone is the old Battlefront Two classic, but. One of my favorites is personally the new Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. I don't hear that much. I, <laughs> yeah. I, the, despite its very um, not good release, after once they got everything going and EA kind of stepped back from the game and let DICE do what they were going to do, it turned into a very good game, including the release of all the Clone Wars stuff that was added into it. Yeah, and let's be honest, the Clone Wars stuff is the only thing you need to play in that game. It's true. Yeah. 
do you have one like from it doesn't have to be your favorite but do you have one from like when you were very young like back in the 64 gamecube original xbox era uh for that i would uh i i'd say jedi knight jedi academy was probably one for the older side of Star Wars games. Yeah. Yeah, those are classics. I love Jedi Academy. Uh, just, I remember I was like 10 or 11 or so, maybe around that like early pre-teen, not quite a teenager, maybe 13, when Jedi Academy came out. And I'll tell you, me as that little kid turning on my Xbox and realizing that I got to build my own lightsaber and pick the color and then walk in and like go and have Luke and Kyle Katarn be my Jedi Master. It was pretty awesome. I know a lot of people criticize it for its kind of bland story, but I played the crap out of that game. And in my early days, it's the first game I ever beat without cheating. I mean, back in those days, like internet was a thing but internet wasn't like a thing so i meant like not using cheat codes like wait there's cheat codes in that game oh yeah you can get god mode unlimited force see i didn't know that (laughs) you can max out you can max out all your abilities to where you can just speed run through everything and everybody except for like the highest level sith enemies are too slow to stop you. Oh my god. Yeah. Um All right. But, I mean, with Jedi Academy when I played it, I mostly enjoyed yeah, like couldn't you make your own lightsaber and you have the option to use blasters, not just a lightsaber. And grenades. You can just straight up throw grenades and chuck them. It's great. Yeah. Right. And it was one of the first, like, Star Wars games outside of the Battlefront game to offer a kind of, like, unique multiplayer. See, I never touched it. I never touched the multiplayer for that one. Yeah. So it was like, you know, you do, you know, team deathmatch, free for all deathmatch kind of things, capture the flag, all that kind of stuff. But you had all these people. You could do a blaster build, you could do this lightsaber. And a lot of times it would just be a free for all lightsaber but you had the option to like you didn't have to play online you could just go in and build a bot match and just go up against all the uh npcs hmm i might do that because it's on switch and i have it on switch yes it is on switch um it's also on xbox store it's on steam for pretty cheap though I will tell you all if you get if you get Jedi Academy on Steam, you've got to do some tinkering because it's in its engine and Windows 10 and above do not play well together. That makes sense. Yeah, with how old of a game it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Battlefront Two for the like twenty nine what twenty nine twenty eighteen Battlefront Two. So what it came out twenty eighteen or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Good game. Yes, very rocky launch. Like Penguin said, it did not have a good launch. And because of it, we had the entire loot box controversy 
because it had pay to win items in the loot boxes because sad to say ea that that's all you need to say well even like there 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 was a whole bunch of games around that time that kind of suffered from this because remember the shadow of war true that is true and and they went back too it took all of that out like there are mm-hmm. no microtransactions in shadow of war now yep now that you see like most games nowadays with there's microtransactions it's purely cosmetic nothing is mm-hmm. game changing nothing does anything with game mechanics and even um overwatch which i know was one of the biggest like controversy games with loot boxes Overwatch 2, they just struck, they literally took loot boxes out of the game entirely. Right. And it's because what gets into this is you cannot have, in the United States, you cannot have a game that encourages real life gambling with youth loot boxes and it be available to people who are under 18, 21, or whatever. Plus, whatever it's, the gambling age is. Plus, it's specifically also with games that you buy. Free-to-play games is the exception because since they are free, that is how the game gets its um, value and currency to fund itself. With games that you like strictly buy, such as Battlefront 2, why am I having to buy another like $20, $50 in loot boxes to get as good as other players? Right, and part of that is, is like solely single-player games get an exception so that's why like valhalla and the assassin's creed franchise can put all of these like legendary items that are pretty good like you could pay 20 bucks and get a set that you could walk around and own the main story with mm-hmm. but that's single player yep. so it has doesn't don't fight any of the players or anything like that and it's fully optional mm-hmm and there is a the way they also get around that is there is a way to acquire those items through in-game currency. Yep. And collecting it. Mm-hmm. If you're patient enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dear God, it's it's a grind. Well, now they have with the Valhalla. Now you can get it weekly, at once a week for free. Oh yeah, I forgot. I they just it. they I added so much stuff to that you game. You can tell I care a lot about that because I haven't even done one yet. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> but yeah, like, <coughs> that's a good one, Penguin. I mean, Battlefront Two. I played so much of the new Battlefront Two. Um, the story. I did like how they did the story with the single player, where they tied in the game with the current movie lore and movie franchise and all that with what they're doing. Mm. going forward and i mean even fallen order does that everything's tied to each other now Mm -hmm. um but it's mainly clone wars i'm like i i'm so happy they brought clones into that game that's all i cared about well and like with battlefront 2 they brought me back into that game when they released the co-op maps where i could play with four friends and just play against computers oh yeah which fully I, ai yeah yeah i prefer i prefer that because i'm not very good at like playing against other people and i get really frustrated but if i have the like player versus environment kind of thing i'm more likely to play that mm-hmm. now penguin what is your favorite era when you play battlefront 2 oh i yeah clone wars era definitely. clone wars well 
back to back uh, when they did the up they also did an update to where you could choose what area you could play at and mm-hmm. specifically just those maps so once they did yeah. that like i i did clone wars period now do you go straight for a hero when you can get it be a hero or do you just play as like what what, what do you normally try to play as uh i'll i'll generally go for a hero if there is one that i'd like that's available but if if there isn't hero that i want to play as available i'll i'll generally go with uh uh what was it the infiltrator class which was the clone commandos and the commando droids right yeah yeah commandos like yeah i don't even go for heroes i just go straight for the commando because commandos are beefy yeah, I typically go, so first starting class, before I have anything, I always start heavy. Um, I do like the heavy. It's the first time I've ever enjoyed, like, a, the tank class. It just reminds um, me of Clone Wars when you just get the freaking Gatling and just mow down droids. And I want to be, like, heavy. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Gatling uh, lasers was satisfying. Yeah. I'll actually do aerial a lot, the jet troopers and the jet B2s. Um, just because I like hovering above people and shooting rockets at them. So I enjoy that. Um, but I'll also do... I'll do Commando sometime. I have really actually enjoyed Officer a little bit recently. Um, yeah, I enjoyed Officer. Yeah, I'm not much of an officer. I, I like... <laughs> supports, like, my... like In any game I play, I don't play support. And I, I just do heavy damage is all I do. You need to unlock and use the Naboo Blaster. Oh, that one is so good. Because it's strong enough that you can probably you can add support, throw down your turret for cover fire, and you can pretty much just like headshot and pick off people with the Naboo Naboo Blaster. Yeah, you can one shot all the basic classes except for uh, heavy. Oh dang! Okay. It's like that, and then there's another one in the soldier class. If you get the, uh, what's it called, the Death Troopers Blaster. Mm, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, that's pretty OP. And then if you want heavy for more like a quicker cooldown, there's also a blaster that they can get too. Yeah, my only thing with Battlefront Two is. I was so happy when they kept updating the game, adding new heroes, adding new maps. For they they only added one weapon per base class. Like for crying out loud, at least give us more freaking guns to use. I know. Yeah. There was more yeah, guns like, than the four in each class. Clearly. Yeah, Look like at, even they could have added some of the some of the guns from the specialist classes. Right. Like um in Battlefront 1, like, the first, like, Battlefront they did before oh, Battlefront yeah. 2, they they had, like, close to 40 freaking weapons in that game right. that you could choose from. Well, see, I want to use, like, yeah. I want to use the, like, I want to use the Clone Troopers blaster all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the, um, the DC-17. That's what I want to use all the time. But that's not available. Yeah. Because you can only get that as clones. I think Psyche coming in. 
Yeah, I came in. Oh, it's hey. Psych. Psych's here now. Hey guys. Sorry. Oh no, no you're, you're good. We've been talking about Battlefront Two, the new one. Uh, okay. Uh, remind me what the topic was actually supposed to be, though. Favorite Star Favorite Wars game. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, have we already said Kotor? No, we have not. We have not talked oh. about Kotor yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yet. Because <laughs> well, that is definitely one of my favorites. God, I love that game. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's not what's not to like, right? Uh, other than at this point, it's just a little dated graphically and probably uh, uh, mechanically too <laughs> mechanically too it's heavily dated mechanically look i'm gonna say this combat in kotor runs better than dragon age origins and i say that as the host of a dragon age podcast that's fair yeah. that's true okay. yep and they came out like at least half a decade between each other. Yeah, there's at least well, Kotor one was two thousand three. Three, Dragon Age Origins yeah, was what two thousand nine. Nine. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, six years. I will say this. This is what I will say about the Kotor games. I prefer Kotor one's story. Mm-hmm. But Kotor two is probably one of the best. Like quality of life mechanics from as original to a sequel that I've ever seen. And a funny yeah. thing is, two different devs. Yes. I think well, they got a lot of the, the notes. Well, true. I mean, notes. Yeah, they got everything, but the way they had to make the game too, because it, it was a, literally a year apart from each other. If that. The tactics that they added to two, being able to like set yourself your party members to be like, okay, you stick with range, and if someone gets into melee range with you, you switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I could do that in other games. Like I cannot tell you how many times I've screamed at Liliana for standing in front of a bunch of middle people when she's a range class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, the ability, even the ability to switch your weapons sets, the, the expansion of like stimulants and implant switching with Mandalore and the, how grenades work, the ability, the amount of force powers that they introduced into KOTOR 2 that Mm -hmm. you can just buff yourself ridiculously. Yep. Uh, I mean, all the different saber styles they added into the game, depending mm-hmm. on the combat situation that you're in. Um, yeah, KOTOR 2 had, like you said, a lot of quality of life. Mm-hmm. But, unfortunately, it was also an unfinished game. Yeah. But thankfully, the restoration restore content mod exists. Yes. And it fixes a lot of things. That's true. And the best thing about KOTOR now is we are officially getting a remake of it. Um, 
was going to be done by Aspire, who normally does all the Star Wars ports for literally PlayStation and Switch, but now it was moved to Saber Interactive, which honestly I feel much safer with. I would say that after having, like, I got a Switch this year and having played, of course, you know, any gaming console I get that has KOTOR available, of course I'm going to buy it. Like, that's <laughs> it's just how life works. Um, right. However, playing both of them, I just say, like, I kind of, like, got a brush as, like, I, this is more fun on my PC. Um, which, KOTOR is probably the only older Star Wars game that I still, like, regularly like log in and be like, I wanna play Kotor. Oh yeah. I mean you can pick it up, yeah. put it back down, save, whatnot. See, I do get frustrated with the original Kotor because I always try to do the level two run. Mm, that's and I hate I hate it's hard because character. it's more towards I always get frustrated towards the end of Terrace because you have to fight that Sith in um, that security place in Terrace. It's and, just uh-huh. pain. Bastila and Karth cannot do the job. No. I almost have to do... I just. I do it with Bastila and T- T3 because I just have T3 stun them constantly. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. You could also build Bastila. No, because you, you don't get enough levels for her to build her into a stasis build. Uh, but yeah, I I always try to just I just I'm a stimulant junkie. I just well, go buy a stimulant. It's a good thing they never have um negative effects with right. it, same, <laughs> like in Fallout. <laughs> God, if they do that in the remake, I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. Well Candorus is always like, you don't wanna use too many of these. That's true. <laughs> Be my on me. Yeah, but, I am curious as to what the remake will be bringing to the table other than a graphics update. Uh, so as far as what we know of it, and I mean, it could change since it's now with Saber, but I doubt it changed too much. Um, what they originally said with the remake, they were going to enhance and do a quality of life to the combat. So the combat's going to be probably what rumors and speculations were going around were going to be similar to Final Fantasy VII Remake's combat system, where it's a hybrid of turn-based and action-based combat. So you have... I heard we were looking at a similar to Inquisition-style combat. Okay, I mean, I'd be down. I'd be down for that, too. Um, well, you are in the know a little bit more than I am, so not too much. Everything I hear is rumors and speculations and anything. Um, and then uh, they were also going to keep to the story as close as possible to the original, and then uh, also add on to it and fill in gaps right. from into the story. I heard um, also. I heard. There were a couple. Someone rumored that they were doing both games into one, which I did hear that, but I don't know if they're going to do that since they specifically did the teaser with Basila Sean. You have Jennifer Hale literally narrating the like the teaser right. and showcasing Revan. 
which was he was only in the first like he's mentioned in the second one but you don't play as him or see him but um, it, could also, it could also be like a kingdom hearts final mix kind of thing true that is where, true where you get you get all these games and mm-hmm. you can just pick and start one and the other rumor i heard and i'm praying to god this is true um that with the alterations of the story and for it being so far back they're since they're not going to change too much or are they'll add more to it possibly canonizing the game with the current stuff with lucasfilm because it's going to be in the lucasfilm umbrella right so i don't don't know if they'll do that since it's still up in the air i get kind of really need to well, I mean, Revan's canonized only by name alone. That's it. We don't have any of his feats right. or any of his history. Now, with it being 4,000 years of difference, like, do you really need to canonize any of it? Like, how would you even... How would you even do that? Well, so in the old, in the old canon, the games would say, like, especially games that had alternate endings. So, like, Force Unleashed... KOTOR, Jedi Academy, all of these games, nine times out of ten, Lucasfilms came in and said, the light side choice is the canon ending. Mm-hmm. The dark side is just an alternate timeline. Yeah. And they did that. They did the same thing in the um, Force Unleashed games. So the books, during the, t- during the time of the those games, they had books with them. In the books, it was the light side ending that was the canon part. Okay. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know how Assassin's Creed does that does this too. Like Cassandra is the canon protagonist of Odyssey. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and a female female Avor is the canon protagonist of Valhalla. Like mm-hmm. even though you have the choice to be Alexios or be a male Avor. Mm-hmm. Huh. Now, if it was Bioware, we wouldn't get any kind of canon. They would just say, yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Pretty much, because they'll just, they don't have anything else. They say, hey, here's a, well, no, with Absolution, they did kind of canonize something from uh, Inquisition, didn't they? This is why I say they did not, and Absolution spoilers, and this is your official opinion from a Dragon Age host, the Inquisition disbands no matter what. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, you either, that's... you because the Inquisition as we know it, when you go into tw- Trespasser, does not come out the same, no matter what choice you make. You either are disbanded entirely and you're now a secret organization, or you're a much smaller peacekeeping force under the arm of Divine Victoria. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not the, it's not the same organization that you are through the game so yeah they don't can it's it's not that they are canonizing a disbandment ending it's just literally the inquisition as you know it doesn't exist anymore Hmm. okay that's sneaky yes it is very sneaky wait that's the polite way to put that (laughs) Hmm. all right well, you want to go to our mid-break and then we can talk about more games? Yes, let's do that. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, well, welcome to the little show where we talk about all things that are about this podcast, but not about the lore. And this is where we thank our patrons. So thank you all to Psych and Penguin for your support. And thank you to everyone who has signed up with our Patreon. We greatly appreciate your support. And if you would like to join us on these uh, monthly episodes, you can sign up at our uh, Darth or uh, Dark Lord of the Sith or Jedi Master tier. And you can come up. Or on the show once a month by signing up there, or you can sign up at any tier. Another great way to support us is by leaving us a rating on Spotify or Apple. And if you leave us five stars and some words, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. Ben, there have been reviews since I have last been on. Have we read them? There has. I saw a new one on Apple. What? Okay, let me pull it up. Hold on. Let me make sure. Yeah, did you read the one? No. Did you read the one from King Cobra? I got that. Yes. all different. Yeah, we, we read about that one. We okay. read King Cobras. All right. Maybe I'm, I have too many ships. <laughs> it's like, what? There's a new one? Yeah. All right. Anyway, we don't have any review to read today. I was mistaken. And so if you would like to support us that way, that's a great way. You can also come hang out with us on the Cups Podcasting and More server, where we have all the channels to discuss this podcast and my other podcasts, the Assassin's Creed Lorecast, Dragon Age Lorecast, and the Inheritance Cycle page-by-page page podcast. And yeah, you can also join us on the Robots Radio pod, or radio Network Discord, where you can find our shows there, too, and you can find Ben's other shows. Yes, the Wizarding World Lorecast. Yeah, just one show. One other show, Wizarding World Lorecast. So there's that show that you can follow us and talk to us on anything on the Harry Potter universe, which is a bunch of fun. Yeah. So you can find us out on other shows. This is the only show you can find with both of us on it, though. Yes. We like to uh, we get together for this, and then we do a bunch of other stuff with Tom, with his shows on the Robots Radio, and then our other shows. Yes. All right. Well, that's all I got for the middle of the show. Cool. Let's, Let's get back to more games. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You didn't hear it, did you? I didn't hear anything. <sighs> the Wilhelm. No. Like... no. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, so I think I'll go next. And we are sleeping on a game that was amazing. And I played the crap out of. And that is Rogue Squadron 2 and 3, which were on the GameCube. And those are the best Starfighter games that have ever existed, in my opinion. I second that. Those were great. Did any of you ever try to fly the Millennium Falcon through the Death Star 2? No. It's no. like, I, I don't, that is a testament to Lando's piloting skills alone. Because if you go into those try to fly the Millennium Falcon through the Death Star 2, it's nearly impossible. I believe it. Hmm. It's too big. Yeah. I... Just use an A-Wing. You'll get right through everything. <laughs> well, either, when you play it the first time, you have to use an X-Wing That's or true. or the Millennium Falcon. I think I used an X-Wing when I did it. I don't think I ever used... I think I might have tried to use the... God, this is forever ago. Um... I think I tried to use the Millennium Falcon and I kept dying or exploding every single time I tried flying into it. So I just like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to the X-Wing because it's smaller. Mm. Plus I was also not good at flight sims. Right. I am sad to say that uh, the GameCube was not one of the systems I had growing up, so I actually have never played uh, Rogue Squadron 2 or 3 on it. So, I actually never had a GameCube either. But I'll tell mm. you, this kind of shows like where I grew up a little bit. But my dentist office in the waiting room had a GameCube. And so, whenever, <laughs> whenever I would go to the dentist for like teeth cleaning or whatever, we'd get there early or whatever, and we'd have to wait. And I'd go sit, and they had Rogue Squadron 2 and stuff on the GameCube. So I would obviously obsessed with Star Wars, like, and I hated the dentist as a kid, but that got me to go to the dentist. I'm pretty sure everybody hates the dentist in, at any point no, in their I, life. I was, like, hiding under the bed, like, wow. so my mom didn't take me to the dentist. But they had it at the dentist office. <laughs> oh, my God. The good old days. Also, do you all remember when they had like testing demos you could do in like Target 
or Toys R Us. Yes, and I miss yes. those. I miss those so badly now. Oh my god. That's where I first played Jedi Academy. Hey, I mean, I have those in my store, but it's specifically just the Switch. There are demos in that? Oh yeah, I have demos. Like, I can go play it? Yeah. Oh. It's kind of weird for a 30-year-old man to just sit there and play a video game. <laughs> I, uh, I have grown I have grown adults playing on them sometimes. That's not weird at all. I would think it's weird. Nah. <laughs> I just think it's whatever. Where I'm located, it's whatever. It's people just being bored. Look, I mean, it is another thing that you can basically download demos onto your console and play them true. now. So. That is very true. But you know, you, you know, your mom was take going to Target or something, and you she had to do some shopping, and she my mom would just leave me uh-huh. at the video game Ditto. section, which nowadays seems like how <laughs> I did not get kidnapped is amazing. Because <laughs> things were simpler right? back then. <laughs> well, I think also like because of that, like the the workers that were working in that area were like, okay, there's a kid here. I'm gonna watch to make sure the kid doesn't get taken. <laughs> yeah. Man, parenting was so much easier. You just, <laughs> ah, there's, here's yeah, the game aisle. Just go. <laughs> would you ever do that? No. Nowadays, would you oh heck, child no. to behave. I mean, I would trust them to behave, but I wouldn't trust I'd get them back. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, geez. Just those two? I Just know. Rogue Squadron? Well, I mean, and then we've talked about all my other ones. Okay. And Jedi then, Academy, but I will Lord. say, of the new guard, I don't think any of them really compare to Jedi Fallen Order. That game captured, mm. like, captured the essence of Star Wars for me when I was playing that game. Of, like, just being this Jedi and building your Force powers and... I know a lot of people were mad that the lightsaber didn't cut through the stormtroopers, but Disney has to go at some point. Like, it has to stop at some point. Plus, it's a game, right? But we've never had that. We have literally never had that in a Star Wars game. No, not even, um, not even Force Unleashed, which was the most brutal one. Right. I mean, you would stab some. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So I will say in the original. The Xbox uh, Revenge of the Sith game. You could take off uh, stormtroopers' heads with your with your lightsaber. Oh. Huh. And I think in the like attack on the temple, you could like cut off Jedi's arms. Huh. Okay. Did not know that. Yeah. But I mean, who knows where they're going to go next? I mean, with. Um... Star Wars getting darker with uh, Ondor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, we see a stormtrooper just straight up get cut in half in Obi-Wan. It wasn't by a lightsaber, but they did get it cut in half. I mean, we've seen people cut in half in lightsabers all the time. But it's always off screen. This was on screen. Like, the stormtrooper was cut in half on screen. Right. So. I mean, you see, see a blood splatter in. Phantom Menace, when Obi-Wan cuts Maul in half. True, yeah. You see the mist, the blood mist. Yeah. That's true. But, uh, I guess it's my turn. 
I mean, <sighs> KOTOR is, I will say, will, is my favorite Star Wars game of all time. We, I mean, we already talked about KOTOR. It, it's the game that got me into RPGs. Like, that is the game that got me playing Dragon Age, Mass Effect, Elder Scrolls, The Witcher, literally everything that I played now is is because of that game. And I, I can't thank Lucasfilm enough for that. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, I play a lot of Star Wars Old Republic, the MMO, um, pseudo-sequel to the Knights of the Old Republic series. The, I mean, the storylines depending like are all unique depending on what class you play. The Jedi Guardian storyline was actually um, one of the devs on the team. I think even said at one point it was the scrapped uh, storyline or plot of um, Kotor Three, which was for the Jedi Knight storyline. Mm-hmm. Because your first companion is a T a T seven droid, exactly like T three, but it's just a T seven, so a few generations older, and your sh- uh, the Jedi ship is the Defender is somewhat similar to the Ebon Hawk. It has the same paint scheme as the mm. Ebon Hawk. So, I mean, you get you don't get a bounty you don't get a Mandalorian on your team. But you get plenty of good companions throughout your story. You get your own apprentice. Um, you can have your own romances in there. But the main thing is you fight the Emperor. Right. But, like, I love the Old Republic. The I would say the Bounty Hunter storyline is, like, awesome, though. You literally get to carbonate literally everybody almost. It's great. Oh. Or you can just be a complete a-hole. Right. You know, we have left out a really great game that none of us probably expected to be a great game, but the Pod Racer game. Oh, that was such a good game. Did you play that one, Psych and Ninja? Yes, the uh, on the N sixty four. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I never got to play that one. That one was a little bit before my time. It was good. Well, it can get difficult because you could go fast. Right. Um, it It's kind of like, I'm going to compare it to this, and this is probably before your time, but like it's comparable to like Pokemon Snap in that none of us asked for this game, but mm-hmm. it was a good game regardless. And it is on the Switch if you want to play it. Oh, they did port it to the Switch. I completely forgot uh-huh. about that. All, so Academy Outcast... Pod Racer, Republic Commando, and I thought there was a fifth one, but I can't remember. Uh, those four, because you can get those physically in combo packs. And then you have KOTOR 1 and KOTOR 2 digitally. Yes. And uh. then... Was there another one they did? You're looking up on your Switch, aren't you? I am. <laughs> um, hey, gents, I'm going to bounce. Back. As usual, this has been fun. Oh, yeah. Have fun yeah, what you ever need to do, and have a yeah. great new year, Psych. You guys as well. Yep. Later.
And for those of you, you can catch Psych on the MCU Lorecast or the Mass Effect Blue Shift uh, podcast. You can find all those where you get your podcast. He's there all the time, and he's on all the other Discord servers, too. Yep, he's with us on everything, too, so it's fun. But, yeah, Pod Racer was a lot of fun. Um, wasn't There was another racing game, wasn't there? Or was it Star Wars Racers? That's the Pod Racer. Star Wars Racer is the Pod Racer one, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, you have the, like, really old originals, like TIE Fighter, X-Wing. Yeah, but those are really hard to play, especially yes. nowadays. Uh, did, you, did you ever play um, Empire at War? Yes, I actually have that. I have that as well. I have played a lot of that. It's an old-school RTS game. It's fun. I just wish they did, like, you know, a newer version of it as in today's graphics. Because I um, would play the crap out of that. The... the Force uh, Unleashed. Mm. The, the team that makes Empire at War, Petroglyph, they've actually said that they want to make a second Empire at War. Do it. Oh, my God. I will pay the money... To make they're, they're a newer just, one, they're basically just waiting for waiting to finish what they are currently doing, and waiting for EA to say, "Yeah, go ahead." Well, at this point, it's not even EA. What are they owned by EA? I'm pretty sure. Oh, darn. Yeah, because the game they're doing now is an EA game. Uh, what game are they doing now? I can't remember the name of it. It's I'm pretty sure it's another RTS game, but I can't quite remember the name of it. Okay. What's what's the dev's name again? Petroglyph. Petroglyph. Okay. I'll have to look them up. But I know um Frax is it Fraxis is the XCOM devs. Uh I mean they just dropped Midnight Suns for Marvel. And I know they've came out and said they would love to do a Star Wars RTS game as well at some point. I would love a freaking Star Wars game styled after XCOM. I think that would be freaking mm. awesome. But Clone yeah, Wars. Have that in the specifically with Clone Wars. Yeah. Have all the different type of clones. Be awesome. Yeah. If, I don't know if you played them or not, but there are there's a few really nice, well made mods for Empire at War that make it look very that make it look significantly more modern and okay. they play really well. I'll have to look at that. They're all on the Steam Workshop page. Okay. Nice. And then um Oh shoot. I can't remember what I was gonna say. Yeah, anything like a Star Wars RTS would be great. There is a game, and I can't remember the name of it on the top of my head. There's a mod for it to where it makes it all Star Wars. I think it's called Squadrons. It's not Star Wars Squadrons or anything. I think it's just Squadrons or something like that. Squad. Uh, Squad. Are you talking? No. Yeah. Squad. Yeah. It's a. It's a um, real life, realistic military first person shooter. 
but they've done mods with it to where it's all Star Wars. And it looks yeah. in awesome. Because you can actually fly like a, uh, an LAT and use it in um, battle and everything against the uh, Separatists and vice versa. It, it looks awesome. See, I want to do the VR Blade and Sorcery. Have yeah. you seen the Star Wars mods of that? Yep. The mods in general for that game are fantastic. I mm -hmm. just... Yeah. But... Oh, shoot. Is there other Star Wars games? There's a bunch of other Star Wars games, but... Squadrons is always fun, but they haven't updated it in, like, forever, so... Eh. I know we have uh, a few upcoming... I mean, we have, obviously, Jedi Survivor, which looks fantastic. And they did confirm uh, the combat is going to be uh, very similar to um, Ghost of Tsushima, if you ever played that mm. on the PlayStation 4. So it's going to be a stance style of gameplay. Is that similar to uh, Sekiro? No. Oh. So Sekiro is very based on... Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Right. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. The combat in that is on your... I can't remember if it's on the D-pad or one of your triggers that you can do it. I think it's one of the triggers. Um, you choose a different stance. So there's like water, earth, air, fire, like stances. Mm -hmm. And each stance is better at a different uh, enemy archetype. So, like, one stance is good against shields. Another stance is good against, like, heavy uh, heavy brutes. Other is better with people who have swords and so forth. And they confirmed the way how the game's going to work is, like, your single blade's good for, like, standard enemies. Your dual wielding in both hands is better for group of enemies. Like, the double blade is good for doing better parries. And then, um, like, the cross guard is going to be good against heavies. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of how... That's kind of how Fallen Order is now. Um, because, like, I never use the double-bladed lightsaber in Fallen Order against a boss. Oh, no. God, no. Because you're too slow. Yeah, if I run into a bunch of stormtroopers or I'm flooded by night sister zombies, I'm going to use double-bladed lightsaber because I just need to cover more ground. But if I'm fighting, if I'm fighting a purge trooper, if I'm fighting someone with you know lightsabers or anything like that, I'm using single-bladed because it's more powerful and it's easier yeah, to maneuver. Yeah, you have more movability mobility um when using a single blade compared to a double. I need to play that game again. You're going to make me play that game again. And then uh, we got that new High Republic game being developed by Quantum Dream. Oh, yeah, um, Eclipse. Eclipse. And then uh, Ubisoft is... Oh, I haven't is, heard anything about that in a long time. They've been very, very quiet. The only last thing I heard about that game is this is going to be a completely different game that Quantum Dream is making. Because if you ever played any of their other games, it's... Uh, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain. It's a very heavy story based where you just make decisions. You don't really actually like 
do anything specifically combat-wise in any of these games. I don't like Telltale. Yeah. Well, this game, Eclipse, is going to be... It's going to have action-based combat like any other Star Wars game. So it's completely different from any of the game they've ever made, which is, I think, good. Their storytelling is fantastic. Just give me more stuff to do when playing the game. That's all I ask for from them. Um, and then Ubisoft has an open-world Star Wars game in development, but we haven't heard anything about that since they announced that. That's I all think we know. Ubisoft, I think Ubisoft is probably the developer I would want to do a dark side-centered video game. Well, it's being developed by the same team that makes Division. Oh, so... Ooh. Ooh. I'm not, thinking like a it. scoundrel bounty hunter style I'm, of a game. I'm, see, I'm also thinking that they're going to do a Mando Mando game too. That would be good. If anybody's any yeah. if like anybody's played Division, Division's fun. It is a loot and shoot and it is can it can be very grindy just like any other live service MMO style shooter. It's very similar to Destiny if anybody's played Destiny. If you haven't played Destiny, it's Star Wars in space with wizards and magic. And more realistic. Ubisoft is known for grinding. That's true too. Like Ubisoft is very grindy with a lot of their games. Uh... Yeah, all, I'm pretty much almost all of them. Like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry would be like medi- like mild on the grindy side. Have you ever tried to hundred percent those games? Yes, not the newer ones because I it's mean, too much. <laughs> I mean, have you ever tried? Have you hundred percent Assassin's Creed one? Yes. So you found all those stupid flags. Yeah, it sucked. I did 100% three at uh, from two up to three. Valhalla is the only game I've ever 100% of Assassin's Creed. Dear God. That, that's, that's, that's too much. It's just a lot of, like, go here, find this item. Go here, kill this thing. That's true. I still need to finish the... Uh, Paris DLC. Dude, that's the best one. I know. I just did the final chapter stuff because I knew it was like super short. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. That leads up to Mirage. That kind of like go figure. But. It was alright. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be cool to see uh, see what they're going to do with Star Wars. Um, since EA doesn't have ownership of Star Wars in the game department since, like, 2020, uh, other developers can now do stuff again, which is fantastic. Because I mean, EA they... only made four games in a span of seven years. Right. Respawn is in charge of Survivor, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Respawn is, like, EA doesn't even, like... Them as a publisher, they get, literally gave money to Respawn, make another fantastic game, and like they back off, which is good. All I say is, like, EA, you, you need to stop messing with dice. I'm sorry, Battlefield died. 
I'm, I'm sorry if I make anybody mad for saying that. Battlefield's not good anymore. But ba- yeah, Battlefield died after four. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that that's yeah. all I got really. Well, yeah. Well, Penguin, thanks for coming out and hanging with us. Uh, if you want to briefly tell anyone where to find you, uh, just on the various discords. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, I do want to thank everybody who listens and supports the show. Uh, we hit over ten thousand downloads year to date, and we haven't even been live for a full year yet. And it's fantastic, and I want to thank everybody who listens to the show. Super excited and super excited what we're going to do going forward. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to the Holocron Histories podcast. And may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHoloHistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found.